This podcast has been brought to you by I Don't Do Clubs.com, founded in 2011 by Janice Jamila. I Don't Do Clubs is an online community that specializes in social experiences for black professionals. Again, I Don't Do Clubs.com and at I Don't Do Clubs on IG. Indulge in a cup of fine Hennessy and apple juice and take heed to some real shit. Yep, yep, you're in the Hen and Apple Juice podcast. I go by the name of that boy DJ Ace Boom. I got my lovely co-host with me. Bye, Angelou. My dog, we Happy are back. Monday, people. And in the building, um, it may not be Monday when they listen, but mm-hmm. I support. Happy day. <laughs> I support what you're saying. Enjoy it. I got out of breath a little bit when I said DJ Ace Boom. You know, because you start so loud. Is yep, that, yep, it's your boy Ace Boom. Is that what it is? Yeah. My nigga. Hey, man, we're going to jump right into it. we got a great show lined up for you. As always, uh, Fi Angelou, please tell the people how they can follow us. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, hen underscore apple juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Facebook, the uh-huh. hen apple juice podcast. Yep. You can listen to us on iTunes uh-huh. and SoundCloud. Yep. Some of our direct links take you straight to SoundCloud. But we are available on that iTunes. You can follow me at aceboom one on all social media outlets, Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. Fire. You can follow me on Instagram and yep. Twitter at Fire Angelou. F-I-Y-A-A-N-G-E-L-O-U. Um, Snapchat. I thought I changed my name to Fire Angelou, that but shit is... it does not work. So just stick with M-I underscore Shell 32. Big, big, big shout out to Fire Angelou. I got my name of Ace Boom, man. We got a great show packed. Man, it feels good to be back as always. We got, we got, we got drugs baking up in this motherfucker. No, we don't. <laughs> we do not. Hey, man. We got the, we got the Pyrex pot shifting in this bitch, <laughs> my nigga. See, you watch Noisy Atlanta hey, and now you just can't stop you hey, from going I, too far. I, I'm too turned up right now. Fire on wine. We got a special guest in the building on wine as well. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, did you have a good week? I did have a a, a very interesting weekend. Yeah, good week. Yeah, I did. St. Patty's, right? Yeah, St. Patty's. Um, had an experience like no other. Would you like me to tell you about it? Go for it. So this is what happened. So here in Atlanta, went out with two of my friends. We went to a place called Jack's Wings and Pizza. Jack's is dope. Baked Love wings. that place. Yeah, baked wings and yeah. have like that uh soul food pizza. It's awesome. Jack's is super. Dope. So went there. Super dope. You know, of course, the environment is very, like, hipster, Eclectic. grunge type. Yes, yeah, which is my scene. Yeah. So we go there, super crowded. There's a guy sitting at a table, and he says that he's about to leave. So we uh, say, can we sit here? He mm-hmm. lets us sit with him. He's finishing a drink. Yeah. But as we start to talk, he joins the conversation, and he scoots. Like, so we're sitting at a picnic-type table. Sure. He scoots closer to us. And what were you all talking, talking about? Just life. I mean, my one of my friends is getting out of a relationship, so we're talking about that. Sure. We're talking about St. Patrick's Day. Just, just all of those Just things. conversation. Just conversation. Okay. So he goes in, and he was like, well, he has an attitude with another server. And we were like, well, what's going on with you and Billy? And he was like, oh, I don't know. And so he was like, well, I guess he's mad because I'm sitting here with two women. And we were like, you're clearly not interested in us. And he was like, well, now the cat's out the bag. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So, was he obviously gay? He he had he was feminine and so sure. I didn't make any assumptions but everybody else did and so then he we were, he was like well 
y'all know I'm not. He was like, I'm going to hell anyway, just out of nowhere. And yeah. I was like, okay. Right. Well, and he was I won't like, see you there, but right. I, I like, appreciate it. I was it. like, well, why? He's like, because I lay with men. And I was like, that's unfortunate you feel that way. Yeah, for sure. And he's like, that's what they teach you in church. I'm thinking, well, you have a choice there. You could just stop going to church to that, if you feel like yeah, you're going to go to hell or mm-hmm. just stop fucking men. I don't know. Anyway, he sees another guy that walks up to him. They dap each other up. Mm-hmm. Then the guy comes back like maybe five minutes later and they do a horrible, horrible drug exchange. Like their fingers get caught up in each other. And just I'm got like, awful. Just so, awkward. Yeah. And now he's fully enmeshed in our conversation too. Uh-huh. He's ordered another drink. He's not going anywhere. Gotcha. And he's also chain smoking cigarettes. Jesus. And y'all so, could tolerate all that? No, I, I kept wanting to, I kept, I was not giving him much conversation because sure. I wanted him to leave. Ugh. My friends are just indulging the conversation. Oh, they turned uh, up. What do he do with men? And he's going on about how he uses condoms with all the men because he don't want to get A's and I, I don't care. Just Ugh. leave. So anyway, I say, well, that was a very uh, nondiscreet drug exchange that just mm-hmm. happened there. He was, they was like, what happened? My friend's like, what happened? I was like, he just got drugs from that guy. Drugs. So, Good here we shit. go. Wait for it. Okay. So I was like, yeah. And so he was like, oh, what is? I said probably like a gram or two. And so then he was like, of what? <laughs> and at that point, I realized I'm in too deep. Yeah. Because I'm thinking it's clearly weed. Because sure. that's my circle. Uh-huh. Right? So... I was like, never mind. I don't want to know because yeah. clearly it's something. He was like, could be Molly, could be Coke, could be weed. And I was like, is it Coke? And so he was like, I don't know. And I was like, oh my God, I want to see it. So I just, that's what to, you said? I said that. I just wanted to see the little bag. Okay. I didn't want to, he was like, well, it's rocked up now. It's not crack. And I was like, yeah, I would hope not because yeah. I don't think people are out here casually doing crack. Sure. And I was like, but I have heard that somebody saw someone do like a line of coke in the bathroom here. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah, that, I fucking do that all the time. And I was like, all right. Not this is to, the gay guy. This is the gay guy. I don't uh-huh. have time to end this conversation. So we have a cup of beer on the table and okay. the beer is in a plastic cup. And so it's kind of bent at the bottom. So it's unstable. Mm-hmm. This is important to know. Okay. So. I'm thinking he's just not going to show it to me because I wanted him to just dangle the little colorful bag sure. and put it away. So he starts banging on the table like he's tap, 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 tapping on the table. And I was like, oh, why is he doing that? That's annoying. And I see that pretty much he's m- grinding up the cocaine under a card. Mm. Like, so he has a card down. You can't see the cocaine. He's just grinding it. Mm. And so I, at this point, so I'm he's like, breaking. Yeah, okay, I got yeah so I'm just realizing this and the beer fall, falls over because he's banging on the table. Sure. So now there's beer everywhere and it's like all over my purse, all over my shoes. So I'm trying to clean up the beer off of me. And my friend is like, shit, look, 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 look. And I'm like, what, what is it? This man like pours the cocaine like in the corner of, you know, where it gets yeah, ashy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my hand is ashy yeah. there now. Like at the corner. Yeah, in the corner of your index like in finger and be- your yeah. thumb. Uh-huh. And he's like turned to the table behind us. You can turn it off. And starts to, well, because they, they won't listen if they can watch Hey, it. hey, okay. stay focused. So he turns and he like sniffs it off his hand. He so he does like, a bump. Yeah. Like but a- he does like several because Jesus. by the time i look at him he's done at least two and then he does like three more and i'm like oh my god so i've my never friends, seen someone i have never do drugs ever like seen that. someone do hard drugs like that so mm-hmm. i'm like he doesn't know who we are sure he doesn't know us from anybody but what really got me is that there were two black girls sitting on the table this is a black guy too by the way there's two girls sitting at the table behind us and they like, hey, where'd you get that from? They want to buy some from Jesus him. Christ. And I'm like, 
what the fuck is going on here? It's ridiculous. And so we're like texting each other while he's there. And mm-hmm. I was like, in a group text, he's like, oh my God, somebody just did cocaine by us. And we're all freaking out. Like my eyebrows are about to raise off the top what of my head. What the fuck? And so my friend was like, I just kind of want to see what he looks like when he's high. I've never seen anyone high on cocaine. Like, what is he going to do? Yeah. And so like, we're, he ends up seeing that we're clearly taken aback by what he's doing. So he mm. goes to the table where the girls want to buy the cocaine. Yeah. Or whatever. And we're just kind of looking and we're like, the rest of the conversation for the rest of the night is like, can't believe this man did cocaine by us That's and so thought it was okay. Did y'all, I mean, I guess y'all were pretty inviting. I guess in conversation. And I guess maybe when I said I wanted to see it, mm-hmm. he thought, oh, this is a safe place. Yeah. I said I wanted to see it. I didn't want to fucking do it with you. The, so then he's like, he jumped on the bench where we were. And he's like, yeah, I'm fucking high on coke. And I was like, does anyone else see this happening? Nigga, that's that's traumatizing. That's, that's overkill, man. Because if you're, I think high on coke is an unstable high, right? I know nothing about it. Yeah, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a like uh, you just kind of like super excited. Yeah, real tense, amped up, turned up, unstable high. So I don't know, man. We'll appreciate your your drug story. Yeah, well, because I was thinking like. He was like, everybody does coke. And no one in our friend circle sure. that I outwardly that we know of, yeah. I have a thought that someone does cocaine. But anyway, no Do one I know outwardly, that person? yeah, no one outwardly does cocaine. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking there are circles, there are social groups where people do. I've listened to a podcast, another black podcast in California, and they were like, yeah, you don't do coke by yourself. But if it's like a group of three or four people, that's when you, you know, do a bump of coke. The and fuck? I'm like, I'm just not interested. These people went to college here, Clark Atlanta, and Morehouse, and they have friends, and they it's like a how I have cookies. They have fucking cocaine, and they just do it. And I'm like, I had no idea. Well, uh, my weekend was totally different. <laughs> Man, <laughs> nigga, I was on daddy duty. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was on I daddy was duty <laughs> on Saturday. So. Uh, no fucking drugs or no experiment, uh, no experiencing, uh, the act of using drugs. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I don't know what the fuck I would do if I saw that shit. That's interesting. But anyway, I was on daddy duty, man. My week was, my weekend was pretty chill. Rough week at work. Um, we listed the house this week and we That's did some, things. we did some house hunting and we put some offers in on a house. So, um, because I thought y'all had already had one. Yeah, it it fell. The contract fell through kind of during the uh, due diligence. We kind of pulled out. Gotcha. Um, that but buying ain't no joke. Yeah, because it's it's interesting. You want to be, uh, you want to be in something nice and you know, within budget and mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So, um, that was pretty much my week, man. Real chill week. I hung out with you on Sunday. You did. We just kind of chilled and watched Noisy Atlanta. So Noisy Atlanta, part of Noisy Chicago. Part of Noisy Chirac, Chicago. That rather. was dope. That was dope. Yeah, man. So those were our weeks, man. We got a great show lined up for the third time. I have said it. Um, small business shout out. We got a special guest in the house tonight. Blue Cheese Mix, uh, Fi Angelou's Gay Corner, and of course that social media shout out. But let's kick off the show like this. Dating in Atlanta is always interesting for those who are single. I myself am married. Uh, Mm -hmm. Fire, you are in a very committed relationship. Absolutely. But the one constant you hear about dating in Atlanta is that men have the pick of the litter. Yeah. So what we got going on and what we got coming up on April 8th, I will be hosting 
and the creator of the event is here with us. Devony, Devony, what's going on? Woo! Hi, everybody. My dog, Devony, is in the building. Um, she's, um, let me give Devony a description. She's, you're mixed, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can tell. Well, what, black and? White and black. White and black. Is so, that what you're going to leave? So, with so you're, real, you're the real mix. Well, not, not I mean, like, that's what it is. All right. Um, so Devony's here, but Devony's in a relationship, but she's created a game um, to kind of follow the 70s game. It's just called The Dating Game. Yeah. It should be vaguely, re- you know, you should remember that. Yeah. Every show, I think MTV did a spinoff of sure. it. And you have the original one. Yep. And I think like BuzzFeed did one recently. For so sure. It's pretty popular. Uh, ours is going to be real dope. I'm hosting Hen and Apple Juice. will definitely be in the building. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you came up with this concept. Okay. So really, I just love to play games. Like it doesn't matter where it is. I mean, not like real life games, but just, you know, whether it's board games, any type of games, anywhere, anything where you have to have fun and interact with each other. Sure. And not only I have a lot of single friends, so mm-hmm. I'm always hearing their stories about how hard it is to be single. Yeah. So I what is what is the main thing you hear about how hard it is to be single? Because you've been in a relationship for a year, right? Yeah. So clearly a year in a relationship is like five years. Well, basically people ain't shit. Like you just uh, never know. I got you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay, so... um. Yeah, that's all I hear is that you like somebody and then they don't end up turning out who they were sure. or you volunteer yourself to be in a situationship mm-hmm. and then you end up really liking the person uh, and then it's just like, mm-hmm. well... Situationship, basically you're agreeing to sex and then it turns into feelings. Right, exactly. And hmm. those never work out. Nope. So, I mean, and I just like to have fun, bring people together. Okay. I have this great opportunity mm-hmm. to use this event or this venue space called Canvas Collaborative. And so I thought of all the dating shows. I started with MTV, like, singled out. Okay. And I worked yeah. my way to the 1960s, 70s show. The, For sure. The dating game. And I was like, well, why not have a real-life modern version of that? So, Definitely dope. Yeah. So how many single ladies are going to be in the building? There's going to be a lot. Right now, like, all the single ladies are blocking the event right page. <laughs> so I need all my dudes to come and meet these single ladies and just have a good time. Like, don't think about it as like singles dating, singles. Sure. Dancer. Just come and have a good time and get to know people that you don't know. So we definitely going to be turned up. All my fellows, I need you in the building uh, April 8th. What's the address? 90 Farley Street, Atlanta, Georgia, 30303 near the Ferris wheel. So 90 Farley Street, Atlanta, Georgia, 30303. Uh, near the Ferris wheel. So the way it's going to go down is it's going to be like your typical dating show. Um, we're going to have a contestant um, of either sex, single. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to ask questions to those behind the quote-unquote curtain yep. uh, to answer. Mm-hmm. And then the dope. contestant will basically say, yeah, let's try to go out on a date or something. And correct me if I'm wrong, but we're going to sponsor the date. Exactly. So, we're, what we're, do you have to lose? You, you have nothing to lose. This is going to be absolutely dope. All my fellas, if you if you want to see some good looking single women, um, Devony's a good looking girl. She's she's on the mar- taken off the market. Yeah. I'm sorry, she's taken. She's been in a relationship a year, but uh, I'm sure she has I have a uh, lot of beautiful friends. I was so just going that so. route. I'm, I'm sure you have a, a lot of beautiful friends. Um, so this is going to be absolutely dope. 
And uh, I guess the big thing here is, is is not to find a husband or a wife, but it's just to find somebody to kick it with. And whatever happens, happens. So we feel that this is the perfect uh, atmosphere and environment for that to happen. Now, how did you and your boyfriend meet? Uh, we went to college together. We've known each other what for a you long to? time. Spellman. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, so he went to Morehouse. Yeah. And I went to Spellman. Where did you come out of Spellman? Uh, t- 2012. Okay. Yeah, my sister came out and I think she came out in 2010 of Spellman. Okay. Where'd mm-hmm. you go to undergrad at? I mean, where'd you go to high school at? Arizona. I'm oh, you're from here. Arizona. Yeah. So you moved down here mm-hmm. to go to Spellman. Mm-hmm. I got you. That's so cute. So y'all so met in college. Yeah. Yeah, we met before college and then in college and then, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's from Arizona, too. No, he's from here, but I w- did a pre-college program at oh. Spellman and that's how we met. In- Dope. A yeah. pre-college program. That nigga jumped on quick. Right. Like, shit, <laughs> I got to I gotta lock this up. Hey. Was he in the pre-college program, too, or was he in he college? He was for Morehouse. He was going to college the year before me. So mm-hmm. I oh, yeah, he jumped on. Oh, that nigga. He Ooh, jumped on. I got a bad one coming. <laughs> I got a bad one coming next oh, year. Yeah. Let me go ahead and lock <laughs> Let this Let me down. lock this down early. That's cute. You know, that fresh meat niggas be, hey. Niggas like some goddamn uh, oh some God. fiends when the, when the new hoes come come to campus, my nigga. Hyenas. Shit. Oh, yeah, I do freshman movies. Hey, fr- what? Yeah, I'm going to be a peer counselor. <laughs> I know, but it's crazy because as soon as I got to Spelman, it's not like we immediately connected. Sure. Like, we just stayed friends for a long time. Yeah, He's he had, playing the seat. Yeah, he had yes, shit. He, he had was, a lot of shit going on. He was consistent. Like, he had a game plan, so I guess That's it worked cute. out. It obviously worked. Y'all been yeah. kicking it for a year now and are considering moving in together. Yes, we are. And you are going to, or we'll see. I have a few months to decide. Sure. You know, we'll what What is your main um, hesitancies about making the move? Well, I just like I was living with my best friend, mm-hmm. moved in with my parents, mm-hmm. and I stayed with my parents for a year. And so now I'm finally like back on my own, and I'm like really loving having my own space, sure. and my own mm. thing, loving how I do things, and I'm used to that. Okay. And so, I mean, I just. I don't know. I'm just not ready yet, I don't think. So. Hey, man, as always, you're only 26, and, yeah. and no hate to your boy. Yeah. Um. So, but shit, I mean, you're only 26. You got ample time. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, you got to get your whole phase out of the way. She might you know, have already. I mean, you know, I felt like college was my moment to be a hoe and you know how like drea said you know you can can your holders be deleted yeah <laughs> i mean whatever but we all had our our times of promiscuity so that was mine i mean that's the only reason that's the only way you can know what you like yeah <laughs> you out here sucking one dick you don't know <laughs> you don't you don't know you don't know anything yeah yeah can't join your friends conversation <laughs> when they talking about girl i fucked this week you only fucked one you only fucked you the same you've no been fucking input. the same nigga so you believe in getting your wholeness phase out, your whole Definitely, phase out of the way? Like, because if you don't get it out now, you're gonna get it out later. You're gonna that shit is coming regardless. The milkman or the poolman or the I, wait, Ace you feel like it's coming regardless? Your wife ain't had no whole phase. Yeah, it's just coming regardless. I tell her all the time: if you feel you need to go get your rocks off, just let me know and wear a condom. You would be okay with that? I said, just let me know and wear a condom, man. I mean, if it happens, it happens. Obviously. I'm not doing any, something right, you know? Well, it may not have nothing to do with you. She just made one experience. Other dicks is not something wrong with your no, dick. As a woman, we only, like, venture out. Because emotions and shit. Right. You know, they say we have an emotional attachment. However, yeah. I do believe we have the, like, 
male trait. Well, some of us do to just fuck without regard. And, and that's what I'm saying. That is important because uh, females definitely have nigga mentality. Yeah, it won't be any slight against you if she, especially if you've already, you know, slightly cracked that door open. It won't sure. be a slight against you as a father, husband, man. She just be like, I want to see what maybe light skinned dick be like. Is he yeah. going to squint at me, you know, give me the light skinned look <laughs> while I'm on top? Or? And I'm be like, nigga, go for it. I that's mean, what's just, up. just wear so, a condom. My thing is, is I said that if my dude ever cheated on me, that I get a hall pass. So if you cheat on me, then I get to cheat on you. And then y'all will stay together? Well, that would be my plan. I don't know what he thinks, but I I've feel had like that guys in general can't handle a woman, you know, doing the same thing that they do. Unless hmm. that's just what their relationship is. So if your, your guy cheated on you, the first thing you, oh shit, I got to go get some makeup dick. I got to go get some recovery dick. So where do you go? You got somebody already in your I back mean, of your I mind? Might. I mean, because as a woman, you always have a guy like in your phone or trying, trying to, to do some to shit. You. So if like, even if you're at the mall one day, he's like, hey girl, blah, 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 blah. blah. Okay. If you want to just fuck somebody else, then just fuck the guy who said hello to you. Oh, the nigga that's women, been, the nigga that's been waiting. A lot of women do have dudes in their phone and that's just. I got a homeboy who's gotten a lot of ass for just being that nigga in the cut. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit fuck up he's playing the long game and and boom shit fuck up he right there next thing you know he beating his back out i didn't seen it firsthand that's interesting i never heard the kind of the the retaliation cheat <laughs> uh and you then the retaliation cheat then circling back to the relationship well because like, typically the re- retaliation cheat is oh i fucked this nigga too and that's it and that's done no like well i I think I understand your point. Like I said, early in, in my relationship now, I cheated or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if my girlfriend were to cheat on me now, not to say that it wouldn't fucking hurt, yeah. but I couldn't give a whole big, how dare you right. do this to me? Because I did it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And not that I would be happy about it or it would be super easy to move past, but I would just be like, I did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what what could I say to that? You know what I mean? I would just be like, that fucking sucks. But So y'all would just work it out. And maybe I'm talking too direct here. Um, so if I'm trying to think, have I ever been cheated on? I'm sure I have. I, like my girlfriend in college, that was just terrible cheating on each other. Oh, okay. I'm about to say it, if it was just, that's different. Cause then that's just, you know, okay. Y'all got a relationship problem. But if one person is continually cheating on you and you staying, that's another thing. I like mean, what? Like I, say if she cheated and you did not do any retaliation or you did not cheat, say if she cheated on you, said she'd never do it again, you stayed, which I would think that's remarkable for a man because y'all, like we talked about the live podcast, at whatever. But people talked about, like, it's just harder for men to move on. Exactly. And I was trying to remember what we talked time, about. That. And then cheated again, and then cheated again, and you just there like, I wish you would stop cheating on me. I got good dudes that have stuck around that have been cheated on. They've been the good guy. Yeah. And they've stuck around. I don't see how, but... Actually, I don't think it's dope. That's sad. I think it says something about your self-worth. To be repeatedly cheated on and to stay? No, I'm just saying... You deserve better than that. I didn't say repeatedly. I said they've been cheated on. Oh, okay. And they hung around. Oh, you're talking about multiple men. I was hearing plural in there, but you're saying multiple guys have been cheated on. I got friends that I know. I got three friends that I'm thinking of specifically Mm -hmm. that have been cheated on Mm -hmm. and they've hung around. That's dope. They got kids. They live with that person. No, but they they hung around. You know, That's it is good. what it is. That's good. People make mistakes. People make people make mistakes. Now, people cheating mistakes. is a very big mistake. It's a big one, and it's very easy to cheat, nigga. I'm telling you, like 
the episode we was talking about when I saw a girl at um at Fellini's. Yeah, and the bookstore. And the bookstore. And on that date with her. Nigga. I sh- man, I, I swear to God, four or five texts later, I, I'm, I'm sure I would have hit. Because, yeah. you know, I don't think it takes longer than two weeks uh, to hit some new anyway. So I'm sure that would have happened. So the best thing you can do there is just get yourself out of the situation. Um, abort. Abort. Sticking, uh, sticking on dating... Um, now, you had something interesting on marriage material. Yeah. So I was watching this clip on Facebook, and I think it was Tamara. Wait, wait a Christian minute. I'm sorry. Twin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm What's sorry. That? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The dating game. Yes. What's the IG? Uh, wait, that was my IG follow of the week. But th- I, we, we, we talked about yeah, it. It right. flowed. Um, I find somebody else. I want to I wanna pump this up a little bit more because Hen and Apple Juice podcast we're going to be there turning up. Yep. Um, it's just going to be a great environment, great atmosphere. It's April 8th, so we got three more weeks to get this thing pumped up. Um, so we want to make sure we have a good turnout for Devony and also for us. Facts. So yeah. go for it. So my Instagram is Coke Dutch. It's C-O-K-E-D-U-T-C-H. Follow me. You'll have all the information there. And you have a link to the Eventbrite uh-huh. to my website where you can get a ticket for the event. Super dope. Now, one of my partners is going to be one of the bachelors, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. And we're trying to get He said y'all knew on. each other. I have met him before, which is crazy. At a cabin in like 2012. I that's where I met he him. sent me a picture. He's like, I think this is her from the cabin in 2012. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll show you the picture. You like kind of <laughs> stay. I'm like, oh shit. What the uh-huh. fuck happened there? Uh, but I anyway. probably had on a Spellman sweatshirt. You did. I you did. did. <laughs> you did. You, you did. That's just so, man, see, that's the shit I miss being single. Just like random trips with people you don't know, but gathering and you get to know those people. You can still do that. No. Not, not really. No. It's, no. So fuck we no. had a cabin Can't go on a couple's cabin trip? It was like couples. singles and one or two couples. And it was just mad awkward. Oh, that just seems like a bunch of fucking. Yeah. It just, it was just weird. It's a good time from what I understand. So. Oh. Uh, the dating game. I thought um, you just wanted to go enjoy a cabin. You want to go and slide in some new vagina. Spring break. Yeah. Oh, you know, okay. Live it up I, again. Know. I, I just nigga. I, if I had a hall pass, I, I probably wouldn't even take it. Oh, that's. I believe that. I probably wouldn't take it. As bad as I want to, and as much as I look at other bitches, why wouldn't you take it? I probably wouldn't take it. Why not? I don't know. Cause I've done enough. Oh, there you go. That's good. I've done enough, and she's. But I feel like if Roll guys out. are given the opportunity to cheat, it's much harder than them accidentally slipping in some pussy. I, I agree. You know, I agree. The chase is what's the, what's fun about it. The whole we shouldn't be doing this. Right, exactly. And you got an open door to do it. It's like, well, uh-huh. okay. Yeah, for sure. You go into it with a limp dick. <laughs> It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Dating game going down April 8th, it's 8 o'clock. Uh, Farley Street, 19 Farley Street. 20, 90 Farley Street. 90 Farley Street, Atlanta, Georgia, 30303, right by the Sky View, man. Hit us up. Uh, we'll have the information on the Hen and Apple Juice uh, social, social media, media networks yeah. as well. You can also follow Coke Dutch, like or Von Coke Dutch. Dutch.com. Yeah, well, like Von Dutch. Well, shit. We, I didn't know we had a website. We'll yeah, go to CokeDutch.com. We got an event bright. Uh, we got everything. We got all the details you need, man. It's going to be absolutely fun. Yeah. Absolutely turned Open up. bar. I know y'all like to drink. So oh, nigga, we should have led with that. that. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I mean, if y'all read the event, what? right? And so, the name of the podcast is Peter Apple Juice. 
so check this out. Open bar in the dating game. Open so bar and the dating April game. April 8th at 8 p.m. at 90 Farley Street, Atlanta, <laughs> Georgia, by the Ferris wheel. Definitely going the same thing. down. You with that. I know, right? So we got the open bar. I will be hosting. Fire Angela will be there as well. Yeah. going to be absolutely dope. Um, circling back to marriage material. Sorry to cut you off, but I wanted to make sure. See, we got great information yeah, out of Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. But no, so the more religious twin of the T and Tamaris, whichever one is which, I think Tamaris is the more religious one. Anyway, she's on the real... Sister, sister, right? Sister, sister, yeah. She said that she said the guys in high school, she was trying to always wonder and wonder for a while, even in college, why she was always single. And she said that guys would tell her like, oh, you're like wifey type, like you're marriage material. And I'm not trying to get married now. I want to play around. So... I don't want to like be with you right now unless you're trying to fuck. Yeah. And so then she was like, well, well, damn, I want to date people too. And she was like, and then later in life, those guys came back when it was time to be married. They were like, yeah. So, you know, try to ease back in there. And I thought it was so interesting because I used to think the same thing about me. Like, okay, guys think, you know, you're so smart. This is before it was known. Well, people still didn't know even undergrad that I was really fucking like that. But People thought, okay, you do this, you do this. Mm-hmm. I can't play no games with you. Like it's they gonna- thought you was marriage material. <laughs> the tone in your what the fuck? I'm just asking, Nick. I've never. I, I don't know. That's why I'm, they thought you were marriage material. <laughs> she can cook, right? You had her food earlier. Uh, she's an amazing cook. What the fuck? <laughs> like I'm just, just what saying. the fuck? I've never wanted. To, so they you thought, don't think I'm marriage material? Like, I don't. I've learned, I told somebody I was dating that she wasn't marriage material. And I didn't know how much of a slap in the face that was. When I tell you, I'm going to, this is going to bother me for a long time. And not that I want to marry you, but it's just the fact that you saw me in my going ons at undergrad. I, maybe I, I'm having all kinds of self-esteem but issues. I'm like, maybe I wasn't that cute. Small dick or something. He's just going to be like, well, damn, like. Uh. Yes. I can't even finish my whole I point. Because okay, go for it. No, my I don't bad. want to. Because now it's just the point is defeated. Okay, so <laughs> I, I'll circle. There were girls in college that I said, oh, shit, she's marriage. But yeah. those were the type I... I well, tell me about this girl. What made her marriage material that didn't make me marriage <laughs> material? It was certain characteristics I saw in certain, certain chicks. I was like, oh, she's marriage material. Somebody going to wife her quick. Like... You want specific examples yeah. of people in college that I thought just what are the qualities of a woman? Oh, that what you are think the qualities? Marriage material. Um, just always kind of got got her head on straight. Um, smart. Um, just the way they carried themselves. Not really all wild and dancing. Just kind of just real chill. It's certain. It's a certain aura that you see. I'm like, oh shit. Nigga, if I get this, I'm 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 gonna have to wife this. Okay. But at the same time, those are the same type of. Sometimes those are hoes you just want to fuck just because of the thrill of it. Yeah. As well, so I don't know. I didn't mean to go there. Like it's okay. I didn't know people considered you to be like wifey material like that. Yeah. Whatever. I'm gonna move <laughs> on. So I just thought that was so interesting because I had had like I think one of my professors in undergrad. Uh-huh. I was trying to figure out why. Like, 
one while I was single, number one. But mostly when I was in grad school, mm-hmm. there were a lot of undergrads at Georgia Southern trying to talk to me. And I was like, I don't have any, you know, but then it was like that whole, yeah. you know, if I fuck her, she's a notch on my belt type thing. Sure. But um, I thought it was very interesting because a lot of my friends are single and they swear on everything that they are marriage material. Like, you'll never hear a girl say she's not marriage material. Well, I know plenty of girls that be like, I don't want to be married. Like, I'm not about that. I don't like to cook. I don't mm. want to cook. Mm. You know, I don't feel marriage like Marriage is more house. than cooking. Well, you know, you think about the stereotypical roles that men think there's women a, should play in There's definitely a domestic piece that comes right. along Right, and they don't want to do any of that. And so... These hoes lazy, nigga. See? Again. Yeah. But so there were girls that you dated in undergrad. And there was one in particular that you dated, and you said that you told her outright that she was not marriage material. Yeah, worst decision of my life. What was her? What do you mean? Telling her that? Yep. Did she become your wife? No. Because that was um, But it, it was just one of those things where I didn't realize the severity of saying something like that yeah. is really a hit to. Uh, the self-esteem and it, it it came back and Aaron we need to talk you know what I mean mm-hmm. Can, it, it, explain this to me because I'm really hurt by this yeah. what do you view me as or uh, how could you say something like that I never I never realized it was something along those lines I just didn't see myself being with that particular particular person long term but what's crazy is when i was in those streets so you think about the way that women are mm-hmm. kind of raised in society like for a man to propose to you for some women it's like the ultimate thing like you are now a man has deemed you worthy sure. to be married to him and so for you to say to a woman who passively or even actively has received the message that marriage is what the is what it's supposed to be for you to say, you're not married. It's like, what the fuck am I then? Am I supposed to be a nun or a hoe? Which it's one? Definitely fucked up. But I've heard that, like, people in the South are, like, raised to be married to, you know, like, that's what they do. Like, they For date sure. someone in high school and then in college. Man. And they get married and that's and just that, a thing to do. And that still happens. That still happens a ton. Uh, more yeah, so does. in the, the, the more Southern uh, places of Georgia and also the other very southern states yeah that happens um people are marriage material for for different reasons and i I remember when i was just out in the streets and i was still had a good relationship with my wife i used to tell her man somebody gonna wife you Mm -hmm. you know you you a good one part of that was me being an asshole knowing that she really liked me yeah Uh, but the other piece was really saying hey you know if i slip up or if i ain't it you know, somebody out there gonna they gonna hold you down real real tough. So. But were you like not ready telling her that? Or Yeah, I wasn't ready. Yeah. I was just you know I gave my life to Christ again, so <laughs> <laughs> you born again. So what makes me not marriage material? I never said you weren't wifey material. You're like, really? People people think you're married material? Yeah. That was my exact thoughts. But why are you surprised by Maybe that? I see you as Fi Angelou. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I just not getting anywhere with it. Yeah, it's it's no diss to you. I just was surprised that people would say, "Oh, five she's wifey material." Okay, I guess off rip. I'm not gonna be like the girl in your undergrad who got all upset about it. No, and I, I don't. It's the, it's not the intent for you to be upset. Some people you'll just be like, "Oh, she's wifey material." You think about. Damn, you weren't there. My Miss SSU. 
my freshman year. Who's that? Uh, Corey. Okay. Wife and material. Okay. If that puts anything into perspective. No, I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. No comparison. It's just. But for her, was Sheely, right? Nah, it's not about. <laughs> it's not about. That. See, I'm not going to win here. You're just not, being ambiguous. I'm not being ambiguous. I'm. Damn, what we do is be transparent amongst each other. And I just. The, I guess the tone of my voice. Um. Obviously, you didn't like the tone of my voice on the statement. If you were like, if you would say, yeah, my wife says I'm a good husband. And I'd be like, really? Your wife thinks you're a good husband? That's subjective now because I'm actually married. <laughs> it's a difference. So basically, since no one has chosen to. No, I'm not saying that. I'm gonna let it go. You just can't get out of this. That's I know. I think I just go. thought it was interesting, and I also thought it was interesting too because a lot of my friends were like, "Well, I cook and clean," and I'm thinking, "Well, there's like to there's Aaron's more point, to it than cooking there's and more cleaning. to it. Like you have a shitty attitude, or maybe you just are kind of off, well, a little slow. The, of no course, one wants to the spend time their life with that. Marriages work, so it's just like, how do you handle difficult situations? So maybe that's something that. He saw you handle a situation poorly or something. Was just, no, nah, she can't handle it. Or, I don't know. No, we're we're not going there. Twenty two. I when never he said that. I, so, that's oh, true. you're talking on this specific girl. Yeah. No, I mean, oh, you said this recently that she wasn't. What? Okay, no. So, are you speaking more on what I said to the girl in college, or when I just kind of said, "Hey, people thought fire." Yeah. That second ladder. Um, I don't. I just didn't know people thought her to be wifey material. Maybe it was just one of those things like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he maybe. I'm not going to take it personal. He just didn't I let it. I'm going to let it go. Yeah. I'm going to let, let it go. Let that shit rise, huh? But no, I Did thought you, it was interesting, too, because for all of you women who are single and you're thinking, I'm single and there just aren't any good men, there's a lot of good men. And maybe you should just spend more time just having fun and figuring out what you want instead of trying to think about. Can I marry him and putting so much weight on it? The dating game, April 8th. Yes. Very <laughs> going important. Down. The dating game is going down, and these are some good topics of conversation uh, specifically around that. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. And uh, maybe one of the questions could be, what is marriage material to you? I don't That's know. important to know. Yeah, put, hey, that in, notes. put that in your notes, my that's dog. That's important to know. So that's that, man. Um so I'm driving the other day and certain things absolutely piss me off. Um, my pet peeve list, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty tolerable person, mm-hmm. but certain things I'd be like, uh, so one of my main things is especially me. I drive in Atlanta traffic every day. If I'm going to let you over, just wave to say, just give me the thanks. That's all. I'm not asking for much here, guys. Just wave to say, thank you. Mm-hmm. If I'm letting you over and this congested clutterfuck uh, <laughs> on 85 North going into Buckhead just give me the wave to say thank you but right. wait if you're especially from a southern state you should have manners and so you should be able to raise your hand and be like all it takes is one hand in the rear view so one I can hand. see it dealing with oh. that goddamn traffic every day I, I get it I get it think about that I mean you're literally 10 minutes from one spot to the next yeah and it takes you an hour to get there i can't imagine doing that fuck saying hey i get it but just as a courtesy it's just my pet peeve another thing 
that you Negroes do that I just irks me. <laughs> if you're at a restaurant and you order sweet tea and the goddamn tea ain't sweet enough, you get all these manual sugar packs, shake them motherfuckers up, and start, and, and start pouring the, the goddamn uh, sugar in your tea and stirring it up. Absolutely nigga shit. It's it's a pet peeve of mine. Tea is fucking disgusting. I don't I, like any tea. See, I like unsweetened tea. I don't like I don't like hot tea, cold tea, sweet tea. All of it is disgusting. But I have seen people. I have also seen people make their own fucking lemonade. Oh, I I'm hate just that. Thinking like I hate that. Come on, man. What? Don't be a nigga Water everywhere. Free. What soda costs a dollar and fifty? Yeah. Just get the fucking lemonade. Exactly. So that's another pet peeve. But who does that in Georgia? Oh, nigga, everybody. Talking to the mic. A lot oh, of people. I said, who does that in Georgia? A Nobody. Lot of people. Like everywhere, there's sweet tea. See, because that's relative. So, so you're thinking yeah. of like other states that yeah. don't have it. Exactly. But we're thinking, I'm in a place that has sweet tea and it's not to my liking. Yeah. So I'm oh, gonna. That's crazy. Yeah. I got it. sweet tea here. But your perspective like is so valid because yeah. you go to a place, say in DC or New York, and they don't have. They don't have sweet, sweet tea. And she's yeah. from Arizona, so it's a. You it's ask a for sweet tea and like you want some hot tea. Like, we got unsweet in here. We have simple syrup. That's what they got. Yeah. What? Simple syrup to make it sweet, but they put in liquor. Oh, mm-hmm. no. like, I'm not a big sweet like tea drinker, but yeah. that's definitely one thing I I, I absolutely hate. Grind um, your gears. <laughs> another thing, and obviously I'm transitioning right now, but it's something I just don't get. When people first get their food out, and the first thing they do is grab the salt and pepper and just start salt and peppering that boy up without tasting the food. I always be like, taste the food first. To see if you need the additional seasoning. Yeah. I just, I don't know. That's well, a pet peeve. Well, if it doesn't look like there's any flavor on it, I'm, I'm just going ahead with the pepper. Especially the and pepper if you've been there before, you're like, like hell no, nah, I know they skimp with the right, seasoning. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Al just, dente everything. Just I no just, seasoning. I think you should taste it. <laughs> taste the green bean flavor. No, bitch. Put some look. <laughs> Enhance that guy with at least some sea salt or something. So my last thing, and then I just want to know if you guys got any, like, pet peeves oh i have plenty so um i tend to go out to eat at nice restaurants from time to time and the one thing that absolutely bothers and disturbs me if somebody orders like a steak and they ask for steak sauce like that is disrespectful to the chef because typically at nicer restaurants the quality of the steak is in the actual steak and you're disrespecting them by throwing all the goddamn steak sauce on it. Absolutely irks me. Now, if you're used to getting uh, steak from Applebee's, they that's what I said. That's a class thing. That's a class thing. Yeah. So just people, people. You if you get a steak to a from, real steakhouse, yeah. If you, you don't if know, you're at McCormick that and Schmitz, you, nigga, do not ever ask for that's a class thing. steak sauce. Yeah, so, that's a, that's I don't, a, don't know. Just, you don't know. Just a few pet peeves. Five. You got any? Yeah, man. My what I think about all the time because I go to the grocery store way too much is I cannot stand when I'm in the grocery store mm-hmm. and I'm just scooting along and I stop to look at something. And there's someone there who would normally just continue to pass. But because I have stopped <laughs> to look at something, this idiot thinks maybe I need croutons too. <laughs> what is she so intrigued about the croutons? Hey man. Keep your motherfucker. You didn't want no croutons until I stopped right there. Just, oh my God. It happens all the time. I'd be like, you know, just 
going along and I want to look at the nice array of cheeses. You ain't want no damn cheese. That's you got how your it butter, is. you got your eggs. You don't want cheese. You're going to stop by and then you want to block my view of the cheese. And so, since I'm so passive aggressive, yeah. I will just go to another place in the grocery store Nigga. and I got to circle back to the cheese because you want to be a goddamn idiot. Another thing I don't like. Uh huh. It's the same thing with the waving thing. If I let you oh, over, God. just wave. If I just let you, all you gotta do is just put your hand. That's up. all you have to do. You don't even do. have to move it from left to right. Just raise your hand and let me know that you acknowledged what I have done for you. Nigga, so rude. I don't like that. when people don't hold the door. I don't. What like you mean, like hold the door? Not. Like hold the door for you? Yeah, like not even. It's like if you gone in and I'm some steps, I'm a few paces behind oh, you. Oh, I got just you. Let the fucking door close, especially so like in my apartment building where you need a gate key. Yeah. Just fucking hold the door, or, or when you hold the door for somebody and they don't say thank they you. Don't say they don't say anything. Or when you hold the door and the nigga you holding the door for take his goddamn sweet time. Oh or my god! Someone sneezes and you say bless you and they don't say thank you. Oh, that's that's, that's 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 big, a big for me. I hate that. That's that's big or for me. Or you sneeze or cough and you don't cover and, your mouth. I yell, I will, I go, I almost cuss a child out every day because of that. <laughs> Children are filthy and they just, hush it, hush it, hush your, your goddamn mouth. mouth. <laughs> Turn your volume down right there. But it makes me so mad because kids have so many germs. Yeah. The last thing I do not, it's a huge pet peeve of mine. Uh-huh. You see people passing in a corridor or a hallway. There's always that how far are you away before you say something. Sure. But if I go, if I say, how you doing? Or depending on where I am, how you? Just yeah. let you know I'm from the South. How yeah. you? Just leave all those other words yeah. out. If you just just don't say nothing. That's rude. I'm like, you are rude ass That's very person. rude. Like, I'm not shouting at you. We're, not, we're close now. I'm waiting to wear Now, do good. you know this person or you don't know? I don't know you, but you're we're, just being, we're the only you're two doing people the in the hallway. Thing. I got I'm you. I'm going down. You coming up. And I'm like, okay, there's a person yeah. there. Number one, people do this thing where they pretend like they don't see I know. you. Right. <laughs> you see, two it's there. only two of us in the hallway. And yeah. I'm like, how you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just keep that shit Hear that silence? And I just be like, that, I know you heard me. That's definitely... Um, that's not a good thing. No. Devin, you got any pet peeves? So today I was walking out of my, or yesterday I was walking out of my house with a basket full of laundry because I don't have a washer and dryer in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Going to my parents' house and my neighbors are coming in. There's the girl on the left side. I'm basically in the middle. And so when we, when I'm walking towards her, she crosses into the middle. And I'm just like, why would you cross over and you see I got a handful of shit? And so you make me go around. Like, that's, 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 that's big for me too. I don't like people that, don't walk straight like just be zigzag <laughs> yeah i can't stand that like like my, my wife does that like we're walking side by side and then the next thing i know is like i'm on the curve because ah that that irks me yeah and i don't know if it's a me thing but it's uh. a big thing i i know i just push people like i get really? to the point like if if i'm walking with your wife yeah. she's notorious for doing yeah that. if we're walking Side by side. Pace by pace. Yeah. Side by side. Like Somehow that. her shoulder starts. <laughs> exactly. To, and I'd be like, bitch, move over. Yes. <laughs> like, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, that's definitely a pet peeve. My daughter likes to dig like under me, like get real under me and like grind into me. <laughs> and I love her to death, but sometimes just <laughs> that's what Cuddy does. Let me tell you about this one. I told her the other day she has restless leg syndrome. Jesus We're Christ. sitting. It's like normal Saturday yeah. day. We're both watching TV on the sofa. Uh-huh. 
she's on one end, I'm on the other end. So we're not like cuddled up. Sure. You know what I mean? She does this thing where she likes to dig her feet under me. Mm, and then yeah. she and but <laughs> the other day she just kept wiggling her fucking leg. <laughs> she couldn't get them further under and she was like, Is it start to whine? Is it the like, warmth? Nah. What what do you like? You like the warmth there? See how she's moving her feet? Yeah. She does that underneath my body. I'm like, do you want me to just move? I can sit in the chair, the ottoman, like just, you can have the sofa. No, no, no. You have to be here. And I'm yeah, like, people, I don't know. Be you want to feel the other person. That's true. On We're you. on a sofa. And this is a fairly decent sofa. I know, sofa, but, but you don't have to. So you, y'all cuddle when y'all sleep, right? Y'all, y'all spoon or do you have to be touching each other when you, when you guys sleep? I mean, we may start off spooning, and then it'll go into a, as long as I know you're there. Okay. So if what about you, is Debbie? Like, even leg, if my just toe is touching you and I know you're there, I'm good. I just yeah. need to know you're there. Don't, yeah. Like, if, if I don't know you're there, then we're having an argument. Yeah, because I get it's hot like a, really don't easily, fucking touch and me. I don't like to go to sleep hot, so I'm just like, I don't need you on my back, or I don't need to be on yours, so just as long as I know you're yeah, there. Yeah, see, my thing... <sighs> I'm turning the other way. Like, nigga, let me sleep. Yeah. Like, don't touch me. Now, I know one time y'all got into an argument and your wife told me you took a pillow and put it between y'all. Really? And I was like, he petty like that? No, she probably, I probably shouldn't have said that. Because we, I could probably. <laughs> that was probably years ago. It was so many years. <laughs> no, like, no, no. We were, I mean, it, it I is what it is. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, and I've, I've said this and she'll say, I don't think we've ever had like a real argument, but I do get to the point I where what it was about. I'm very, when I get disappointed, I'm just, I'm done. I wish I could remember. I'm, I'm dead. So me doing something like that uh, possibly could happen. Yeah. But that was just me being petty because it's already space between us anyway. Right. Like we don't lay on each other. Because I got to let her know I'm fucking over this shit. Yeah, I got to turn. I turn my back and nigga, I'm all about sleep. Like, don't bother me while I'm sleeping Hmm. because that's my time. Hmm. I mean, I'll bother her, though. With an erection. Yeah. You know, I just think about like how much I do not miss that. That's so like I think of it as like a task. It's like a laborious thing. You wake up in the morning and there's this issue that I have to deal with. Like You didn't like morning sex? That. But that's how you like morning sex, that right? lets me I know do. that thank you for that. Cause but that lets like, me know I'm leaning more towards the lesbian side these days. Cause I'm thinking that's just annoying. It's like a child that's crying in the middle of the night and I gotta feed you. Except for like your child is your dick. Like, coming for it like i'm just sleeping like he wakes up horny and is just like yeah like i'm about to get some sex that's blissful right yeah that's exciting exactly but i'm a lesbian <laughs> it just happened because i i have been thinking i'm like that's just so but fucking annoying sometimes when it's just like where it's not morning it's just like regular day or regular night and it's just like i don't feel like it like what i used to i, I thought about this and i was like what lets me know that i've probably been gay uh-huh. for a long time <laughs> is that I would just want to fucking cuddle or make out. But then the moment you get hard, I'm like, God, you can't do this shit without getting hard. <laughs> now I got to deal with your fucking hard yeah. ass. That's penis. interesting. So do you have, do you give your, your boyfriend sex on demand? Like whenever he wants it? Yeah. Yeah. I do. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's, that's, but at the same time, I feel like it should go both ways because sometimes I'd be like, I want to fuck, or why didn't we fuck last yeah. night? He's like, I was tired. It's different for like, a guy. No. <laughs> Wake no. the fuck up. Well, I'm always tired when you want to fuck, and it's, I'm opening my legs. It's a, it's a double whatever. standard that you're just going to have to deal no, with and understand. And life ain't fair. <laughs> whatever. I, I can't help I you can't out there. Deal with that. So we're going to get into the small business shout out, man. Um, 
This week, uh, the small business shout out is Cakes by the Pound by my girl Afton. Um, her IG is Affy underscore Taffy underscore. She's in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's she does cute. everything. Um, she makes cakes, cupcakes, anything you want, man. So make sure you hit her up. That's Affy, A-F-F-Y underscore Taffy, T-A-F-F-Y underscore. And it is Cakes by the Pound. She's in Charlotte, North Carolina. Our uh, our presence in Charlotte is growing. So big shout out to the juices out there in Charlotte. Yeah. Do me a big favor. Make sure you hit up Afton at Affy underscore Taffy underscore. Um, get some of those good cakes by the pound. Um, I taste that real velvet um, during my wife's birthday weekend. Absolutely delicious. I haven't tasted pound cakes. I saw like a picture of the um, pineapple upside down cake she put on. She got a private she page. She got to open that guy up. Come on, man! You got to open the page. Be you, you try to be a business. I'm trying to put business. I'm trying to put money in your pocket, and we got private pages. Man, man, I get on that. Anyway, man, y'all make sure you you kill her uh, her inbox, her DMs with those requests. Affy underscore Taffy cakes by the pound. She ships them. That's what you said. Cause we had them. At, oh, you said you had them in shop. She can't. No, she um for my wife's birthday she came up here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's my uh god daddy B's uh girlfriend. Gotcha. Yeah, cakes are absolutely dope, man. Small business shout out. Yeah, so we're gonna do something, man. If you want to have the Hen and Apple Juice podcast recognize your business, please email us. Fire Angelou, let the people know how they can send us an email about their business. H A J podcast at Gmail. H A J podcast at Gmail. If you want to be featured, um, we got a couple tweets like, hey, how we get featured on a small business shout out. People write us on Facebook. Yep. Um, if we know of you, of course, we try to get you on and we shout you out if you're available. And so, like, you know, we've had cat we've had kd we've had a few people yep. but now we have a new mechanism for reaching us and getting your business known if you're not here in the atlanta area so it's h a j podcast at gmail.com sure just put small business shout out in the subject and we'll definitely get you on yeah um if you tuned in last episode then you already know what it is the hen and apple juice weight loss challenge ace boone and fire angelou are going at it face to face we got 90 days oh, Yes, yeah, yeah. a challenge. And oh. the reveal is, um, I guess, the day before Fire Angelou's birthday. Oh, shit. Okay. June 12th. Okay. I would like nothing more Boy, than... We be on the team together. Yay. Yes. Are we teaming up? Oh, shit. I got to get me a teammate. What? So, uh, <laughs> I would like nothing more. No, Nigga, let's do no, it. Wait, wait. Look, look, listen, listen to all the hate. Come on, guys. God. She, ain't, she ain't got a loyal bone <laughs> in her goddamn body. Hey, man. So um, the day before Fire Angelou's birthday, we'll make the big IG reveal. Again, yeah. we're not we're not judging off pounds. We're judging off perception. So we'll put a before and after picture up there. And who's ever looks like they've done better. Um, it's simple as that. So I weighed in last week, Fire Angelou. I did not weigh in until <laughs> yesterday. I had to get batteries for my scale. But. And I weighed in. Yeah. You're not going to tell. I thought we was going to discuss our weight. Nah, I never said that. <laughs> so my nigga, I weighed something. I got you. That you're not proud of. And that's why we're working on it. Absolutely. Uh, I absolutely support you. Again, I would love nothing more 
Um, then the day before your birthday to see you 15 to 20 pounds lighter. Man. I think that'll be super that was dope. Like, you got this. I was in the gym today and I was like, oh man. I just kept thinking about summer 16. That's like my That's thing. All you got. This summer's about to be lit for the podcast. We got day parties and shit Nigga, happening. We got. But just because I'm going to be fine as fuck and I got all these tattoos on my legs I need to show off. Mm. Talk that talk, my well, I'm going to Miami, and all I want to wear there is a bathing suit. So that's my Fuck goal. it up. That's what every girl says. Well, my homegirl, she posted on Instagram, like, yeah, just thong, thong bathing suits. Uh, also. Don't forget about she my gay corner ace bull. I'm not sure if we're wrapping up. I just want to let you know. Damn, nigga, can't. God. Now, you know, you like to marginalize my people. No, nah, man. You know, we got, we got stuff for the gay people coming up. <laughs> all right. So here's the deal. Check this story out. Keith and Tamika just recently got married. Mm -hmm. Tamika is a second-year neurosurgeon that makes $400,000 a year. Yeah. Keith is a manager at Finish Line that makes $44,000 a year. Okay. After the wedding, she paid for. Keith moves into Tamika's house. Mm -hmm. She buys him a new Lexus to replace his old Honda and even pays for the two to go on a honeymoon to Jamaica. He's light-skinned. He's not. He's tall and light skinned. He's not. <laughs> Keith loves Tamika with all his heart and vice versa, and they are happy together. But Tamika's friends, of course, these hating assholes, says that she's stupid, being that Keith is the man. Is there a problem with their financial arrangement? If they are in love, does the money difference make them unequally yoked? Fi Angelou, then we go. Um, I was gonna call you. Uh, what's the name Coke of the game? Oh, yeah, the that's what I was trying game. to think of. Then we're gonna go Coke Dutch, and then we'll get Cuddy's comment as well. Are they unequally yoked? No, because for, I mean, if we're talking about in terms of equally yoked, that means more than just financial income. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think so. I think is that an issue? Four hundred thousand versus forty-four thousand. No, like I think we talked about this before. My issue would be if. Keith had potential to do more and he was complacent in okay. what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But if he was actively trying to work his way up and, and finish line and he had an appreciation for athletic apparel, sneakers, all that kind of stuff, and he was working his way up, then that, it wouldn't be a problem. If he was complacent with staying there, then, you know, I mean, like, so you're, if that's all you want to do when you're capable of doing more, but that would be my issue. But okay. the fact that he, she makes it, they just chose, they chose two different career paths. Hers happened to be more financially lucrative his is, you know, is less, I guess, compared to some people. Sure. Some people would kill to make 44. I digress. I don't think it makes them unequally you, uh, uh, unequally yep. yoked. Sure, sure. Now, if you think in terms of, you know, people who follow biblical marriage by the law, then, you know, they would say that a man's supposed to be the head of household. He's in, in, in that people assume financial head of household too Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily what that means it sounds like they're making joint decisions she's just the one backing backing it financially sure um now i do have a question is why they're i think this i think it's quantified in this story for the sake of this story yeah because i'm pretty sure his salary is as enmeshed in the household as hers is hers may carry 70 percent more of the weight or maybe even whatever the math on that is may carry more weight to it but I'm sure some of his money went into the honeymoon. I doubt it. None of it? He didn't pay for Probably a meal? Not. I doubt Girl. it. Fuck no. Nah. Well, for the invitation. even still, they're in love. I don't know. Yeah, so love is the, the love is the, the X factor that we're not discussing. And if he's okay with it, because, you know, that male ego can and be so fragile. So what do you think, Debbie? I think that's important. 
important as long as the guy's okay with it because at her where she's at in her life she's she's taken care of she doesn't need anybody but she found somebody who loves her and who she loves so at that point it doesn't matter if she's okay with being with somebody who makes less than her then that's on her and they're in love so i don't feel like there's anything wrong with that at all the the difference in income is substantial oh yeah it's um Ten hundred thousand, ten thousand yeah. times that amount. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's three hundred and fifty-six thousand dollars more. Also, I think about the fact more. that too, her schedule is is such that their relationship has to be interesting because she's a neurosurgeon. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she's working hospital hours. She, you know, they she he might be, be nigga, taking care of the nigga kids. during during holiday season. You think he ain't putting in them hours? Come on, he 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 nine to ten. But what's the difference between a guy who's a billionaire or a millionaire who's dating a girl who he met at the mall? It's the same exact. No, 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 no. It's different. Yeah, it's but just a general. Obviously, surgery. that's that's what we're. I think that's the main piece of it is that the woman is carrying uh, the relationship. Cuddy, did you have anything? Um, sure. I think that we too often feel like the men need to carry everything. Um, and so, of course, I'm pro-woman, right? Yeah, um, whatever. And I grew up in a, in a single... I was raised by a single woman who mm-hmm. makes a lot of money. Sure. And have been in that situation before. But I think that it's ignorant of us to think that, oh, she should feel less because she's carrying everything and he only makes 44. So what? Yeah. yeah. If she loves him and she has it, she has it. That doesn't make the relationship not fulfilling or not real or... Like what we define as real, I think, especially in our generation, is if he's not making more than us, then it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily a problem because we want success just as bad as he mm-hmm. does. And if we just ha- if we just happen to be more successful, then kudos to her. Yeah, he, she's not necessarily more successful than him. She's just more financially well off. They chose two different careers. He could have went to school for business. He's running a business on sure. a local True. level. So True. he's successful in his mind. She is successful in her mind. It's just one is more financially and lucrative also, than because of the career. He's not making more money than her. He can still be the man in the relationship. Their Absolutely. finances are together. So if you're married at that point, What's mine is yours, and what's yours is mine. So this is a combined income of right, and that's why I was saying the problem. I with hope that's with what's them happening. quantifying. You know, and right, and her friends. That that's right. the thing. Exactly. I think right. that's that's the big they point of it. And ain't got a man. Exactly. Probably making a hundred and sixty thousand dollars a or year, not. or not, or not, and they're single as hell. Single. Yeah. That's, so that's it's, it. it's the hundred and sixty thousand. So that would make a hundred. It's, it's the hating ass hoes and shit. Um. Hello? But like I went to a wedding and they talked about the importance of when you get married mm-hmm. and they said they it was like, you know, everybody stretch your hands out and pray for this couple. And when they have a problem, these man and woman, if they come to you, then you should say you should talk to your husband or wife about that. Mm-hmm. Don't give a married couple advice because they should be talking to each other. Sure. And like it shouldn't be a thing where you got that outside opinion. Of course, people do it. Well, you I need to lean really on someone as a confidant. Say what? Someone should be there as a confidant outside of your right. But, but it I don't needs think to it be, a, be a waiting to his hell moment where oh, a girl no, no, is no. in there. Because I think Ti said it. I right, and I'm a big Ti fan. But he was like, your spouse's fault should be your best kept secret. Mm-hmm. Like that should be oh, something yeah. that you keep to yourself oh, because yeah, that's sure. how you keep the marriage going. So for her friend, and not that she solicited her friend's advice, but her friends right. need to just mind their own damn business. So I don't know if y'all are watching the OJ Simpson story, nigga. But- I love it. But Johnny Cochran's wife, he, she knew 
that he was abusing his ex-wife, but she's like, but damn, my friends didn't know. Exactly. My pastor didn't know. And that's that's that's, a perfect example. So it's like, I knew and I was okay with it, but everybody. Now everybody knows and now they're going to be coming at me. So, um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I've, I'm on record with saying, nigga, I'll be a stay-at-home dad in a heartbeat. I can't figure out My why this nigga. The same way. I can't figure out why, why he's, he's working. working. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's more so. I need something to do during the day. Yeah, but fuck yeah. that, nigga. I'll be. I sound like the bitch. I'll be trying to pop out me some kids and just be and just be the dad. Yeah. Um. All in all, man, I think the biggest piece is uh, keep them keep them hating assholes out out your relationship. So you eventually. Them. If one thing happens wrong, if they get in one argument, all that stuff they continue to hear is going to come out in conversation, and mm-hmm. then it's going to fuck up. But mm-hmm. uh, I wish them nothing, uh, nothing but the best. So um, that's that. Fire Angelou's Gay Corner is here. Yeah, uh, we missed it last week. Mm-hmm. I think we missed it the week before last, but we got it back. Um, um, so Fire has some stuff she's going to share, and uh, Devony has a gay story. Well, maybe I, I shouldn't think say. Devin has maybe, a question. Maybe I shouldn't say gay story because I think we'll just go for it. I there. do have a question. Okay, go for one it. One of my really good friends is gay. She's the femme in the relationship, mm-hmm. and so I've just always been curious. Like, how do you approach her partner? Is she like? Would you call her a her or he or like? What do you like to be called? Like, if I walk into a room like, hey girls, or do I be like, hey? Oh, y'all, I got what you're saying. Or like, hey. Is she a stud? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, it got, <laughs> it's so funny. I I don't know how to respond to this because it's like it's okay. So they're still women. I know that exactly. Yeah. So you could walk in a room and just be like, "Hey, girls!" Just no, like, no, no, just no. like because no. I think the the stud, the way that I guess the person who identifies as a stud is just a way of dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like before I started dating women I had the thing in my mind where studs you know where I was thinking like extremely masculine and all this other kind of stuff but I'm around studs more often and they tend to be more feminine than maybe I am mm-hmm. it's just they just feel like dressing like a tomboy but at the end of the day if you're out with them and they feel comfortable with you then they're gonna be twerking they're gonna talk about they need to get their hair done their hair done they wanna get their nails done they, those kind of same mm-hmm. everything we associate with being feminine studs are they just feel more comfortable in maybe more masculine clothes but like how would you like say you are the femme and your girl is the what is it which dyke yes whatever term put it i don't know what the politically correct term is Mm -hmm. but how do you would you feel about them having female relationships because i know me in a heterosexual relationship like my dude is hanging out with bitches all the time. I'm like, who are they? Yeah. Especially if I don't know them, like, that's the problem. So, like, how is that balance between, like, friends and more than friends, especially in a same-sex relationship? Yeah, so it is really hard. And that's something that I'm I'm still learning how to navigate. Like, in my first relationship, and it's still kind of hard, where you might be in a relationship with someone who makes a new friend. Mm-hmm. Like a girl that's a friend. But at the same time, you never know because they are same sex attracted. You never know if this new friend is trying to fuck or right. if it's just a new friend. Mm-hmm. And so like in my first relationship, it was always confusing to me because anytime she made a new friend, I'm like, oh, she trying to fuck. She trying to fuck. And that was my insecurities coming into play. But you just never really know. And especially it's hard, especially if the person is gay. Yeah. So if they make a new friend and that new friend is gay, mm-hmm. then 
you just kind of really have to trust the person you're with and trust that it's a platonic thing. But if the person is not gay, like say if you I, you and I become friends, yeah. I'd be like, damn, you don't even want to fuck girls. Yeah. Like we're just hanging out. It's nothing like that mm-hmm. or whatever. But it still kind of begs the question. But I'll let Jay Cuddy because she's been in these streets longer than me. <laughs> I haven't been in these streets. Um, lesbians are not allowed to have friends. There are no <laughs> friends. Bitch who? For See? what? Um, I don't. I have gay friends, but I've been gay for God knows how long. Um, and I, for most people, I identify as a stud. Um, for me, in my own personal, a lot of people take me as a stud. Well, now that you know me, you don't feel that way. But like on you like Devonny, when you saw Jazz, did you think she was like more the stud person? Yeah, yeah. But I'm actually really feminine. Mm-hmm. Like I only date what we call in the community aggressive femmes. I can't date really feminine women because I'm too feminine for feminine women. Um, and I realized that really quickly. Into I used to actually I used to date studs when I first started dating women. So it's just all about perception and it's, you know, how people want to be perceived one. And then like, like Fire Angelou said, if we're comfortable with you, we're going to show you who we are. Mm. Like Ace Boone probably thought that I was the hardest <laughs> nigga you ever met when he first met me. But now Ace Boone sees uh-huh. me in tights and he like, oh, <laughs> that ass though, that ass though, un- okay, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's all about perception yeah. and it's all about what makes you know, people comfortable. And I, I advise you to even reach out to your friend and say, Hey, like, how does your girlfriend feel about the way in which I greet her? Okay. So even on that point, like my friend and her girlfriend, it's just like, I'm uncomfortable around her girlfriend. Like I would be uncomfortable around my girl's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I can't be like, hey, you like one of the girls and like, let's hang out and I can lean on your shoulder. And you know, like those intimate, you know, moments you have mm-hmm. with the girlfriend because it's just like you're somebody's partner. That's such a good and point. You got to draw a line between you're a partner, even though you're the same sex as me. You're a partner of somebody that I know. That's and- such a good point. Like, because I think my friends. So like. My girlfriend is a girl. So when we all hang out, it's like hanging out with the girls. But at the same time, this is my partner. Right, right. So it'll be a thing where they'll be like, if we're if I'm out without her, they'll be like, well, where where Jay Cuddy? Where Jay Cuddy? And I'm like, she's at home. Because say if she was a guy and yeah, I brought exactly, her around exactly. everywhere I went, it would exactly. be like a dang. He ain't got dang. nothing else to do. But because she's mm-hmm. a girl, they see this like. Just the girls hanging out. But I'm like, she needs her space away from me just like I need my space away from her. Mm-hmm. And because she's so cool, because she's so friendly, people want her to be around all the time. But it's the same. Like, if she goes out with her friends, they'll be like, where's Shell? And I'm like, I'm at home. Like, that's her time. Like, if, say if she wanted to complain about me, she wanted to be like, oh, she did this, she did that. She can't do that if I'm around. I can't do that if she's around. True, yeah. And so it's, but I think one thing that I guess if my part to the gay corner would be, in the South, people really stick to this male-female binary, even in gay relationships. So they always expect to see a stud femme, stud femme. So, but in other parts of the country, you could have two femmes that are together. You may have a femme aggressive and just a, a, a femme femme, like a high femme. Or you may just have two femme aggressives. Or I would be classified as like, if you went into detail, like a stem, which is like a stud femme. Like sometimes I'm more tomboyish, sometimes I'm kind of femme. But 
you can see those different types of relationships play out. But in the South, it's so stud fem, stud right. fem all the time. You can see two studs together in New York. You can see two fems together in New York or right. elsewhere. You don't see that in the South. So people sort of have to get out of that. Because if I'm out with Jay Cuddy, people often think we're homegirls because we kind of have the same vibe. Like you'll see her if her locks are down, she'll do like a hair flip and my nails may be done. And you you think, oh, they're just two homegirls hanging out until we do something to let you know, oh, no, that's me or I'm with her or whatever. And so it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But just don't expect to see the same type of relationship all the time. But you brought up so many good points. And I was like, because yeah. I, I didn't know what you were going to ask. And so I was like, well, what am I going to say for the rest of my gay corner? But you took it around with it. So I'm fucking with it. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. And that's the end of my gay corner. Definitely Thank dope. You, um, I think you brought up a good point that I didn't think of is like, because you're in the same sex, I guess sometimes you want to get away and just be with the girls. Mm-hmm. I never. I guess that never even clicked. But that's yeah. that's, that's, that's interesting. Dope. Interesting point of view. Appreciate Devony in the building for Fire Angelou's Gay Corner. We bring that to you every week. Uh, I've been trying to hold this, but we may actually have a sponsor for the Gay Corner. Okay, cool. Some coin. Cool. I'm with it. I'm with it too. Um, definitely dope show. Of course, we got the IG follow of the week coming up. Fire Angelou, are you ready? Yeah, go ahead and do yours. No, I want you to do yours. You want me to do mine? Yeah. Okay, I got it. It's a um, funny page (laughs) called... <laughs> Devony, do you have anybody you want us to shout out or follow I would like on for IG? You to follow Coke Dutch, you know that Coke that Dutch, was gonna be mine. Coke Dutch is my IG follow of the week. Oh, uh, cheater! Like, oh follow me. It's a lifestyle blog for the young professionals, for the millennials, with a focus on digital marketing because that's what I'm into right now. Sure. Um, there's business, there's entertainment, and there's social love and relationships because we're all going through it right now. But specifically, the dating game, April 8th. Come check us out. Have fun. Drink. Party. Whatever. I like it. Fire. Who you got? I don't have anybody. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was going to do Coke Dutch. No, you were. I was. <laughs> did, didn't I say that earlier? You did say that. You did. So it's like I had another backup. It was like a comedian. You know, even, even if we got, you know, eventually. Well, I'll, I'll talk about this. Oh, I found it. What you got? Okay, so this is a funny Instagram page. You can't even get it out, nigga. Yes, I can. It's Close funny. your mouth, nigga. <laughs> it's a funny, funny Instagram page. She's so funny. It's Comedian JoJo. Mm-hmm. No underscores, just Comedian J-O-J-O. Hilarious. Hilarious shit on here. And yeah. I fuck with it. I'm down with it. Follow that. And then follow Coke <laughs> And then also follow Nick Grant. And hey. follow ATL. And follow... And fo- does Erica have an Instagram? EricaB.com? Yeah. Does she like music? I don't know. Because she's funny as hell on Snapchat. She you is pretty, pretty funny. Follow her on Snapchat. Yeah, follow her on Snapchat. Social media shout out. Um, next month, this may be brought to you by someone. No, the small business shout out maybe. What'd I say? We may have a sponsor, so we're trying to figure out which thing. But we got to be consistent. If we, like, then we'll really have to do it every week. And so, uh-huh. like, me dropping the ball, not having nobody. I mean, for I'm myself. gay every week, so I could just speak up and say something. If, if they yeah. they cutting the check, you ain't got to worry true. about it. Yeah, it may be social media. I'll, we'll figure it out. Um, definitely been a dope show, man. We want to give a big, big, big shout out to Devony in the building, representing with us. The dating Thank game you. is when. April 8th, I'll see you guys there. April 8th is going down at 90 Farley Street, Atlanta, Georgia, 30313. 
303. Open bar from open bar all night. 10 p.m. Open bar from 8 to 10. And then y'all can go out to the club, do whatever y'all gotta do. Uh, we'll probably be fucked up. Yeah, y'all can go home. There. Nigga. <laughs> That's the that's come the old that's the old days boom. Tired of hear y'all single ass people complain about being single. Not even just single people who just ain't got nothing to do. Yeah, just come have doing fun. The same thing and being on the couch. Get out. Come I out. don't do clubs. This should exactly. be featured on that. I, I mean, don't let me to tell you what I to do with do your clubs. business, Janice. But I mean, <laughs> it could be listed. We'll see what happens. I'll I'll, I'll run it by. You know, I don't care. Um, we got a blue cheese mix coming up. Um, anything you want to hear? Nope. Anything you want to hear on I the really mix? I really like Zane. I started I listening, listening to a lot of My Baby I... by Nas. That's Zane? That's no, that's Janet. I know it's the old one, but I really love that song. Nas? Yeah. I'll put some Nas on. Yeah. Nas had that song with Amy Winehouse. But no, I'm in the guy, uh, Pillow Talk, Zane. Z-A-Y-N. Hold on, I got somebody. Someone just sent me a song. Is it good? Don't don't talk don't, about I it. I don't know. <laughs> Please well, don't. he's a popular producer. He wrote, he produced... Usher, Chris Brown, and all those people. Oh, okay. okay. It's called... Hey, you having a Dinker symbol tattooed on I you. do. I have three. I have four. It's called Kane Brown. I don't know what the song is called, but... Listen. Never mind. It's a country song, so I don't know. Yeah. I like country mm-hmm. music. Not really the country flavor, but you know but what I'm talking I'll about. The guy on. who did the song with Chris Brown, he kind of sounds like Chris Brown. His name is Zane. Yeah. Am I pronouncing Lil it wrong? Lil Zane? No. Lil Zane been out since nice. This guy did? Yeah. All I gotta say guy? is listening to Kanye, Life of Pablo. Man. Uh, Ultralight Beam is my favorite song because we don't want no devils in the house. We don't want no devils we in want the house. We want nobody to Hallelujah. This little light of mine. I'll start it off Glory with that. Glory be to God. As yeah. always, man, it's been a dope show. We appreciate y'all <laughs> rocking out with us. We post every Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Look. Dang.